0: Welcome, Warriors, to MDC. In this series, I'm examining every single goddamn page of the Secrets of Shadaloo supplement for the Street Fighter storytelling game, intent on uncovering the single biggest secret on each page. Every episode covers one page. Every episode is short. Secrets of Shadaloo was published in 1994 by White Wolf Game Studio. Today we're discussing page 36, and I come to you today with a message of hope. Did you know you can get very far in life just by being a real shit? It's easy to forget in this game full of amazing physical specimens and enlightened masters of this and psychic monks of that, that for the rest of us who don't have that kind of genetic advantage or great discipline, there's still a place in this world, provided that we're willing to be, you know, greasy and scummy. If you want a role model for this, you could do a lot worse than the manager of the Harbingers described on this page. Fernando de Gaulle. Uh, We are still, of course, in the Shadaloo Warriors section of Secrets of Shadowloo, even though today's character is not really a warrior. He's a manager of warriors. He's the guy who takes care of business for the Harbingers, setting up their matches, recruiting new members, conveying information from Shadaloo and so on. He's sort of the Shadaloo liaison for the group. He's a creep. Uh, He was, I, I feel, born a creep. That's the vibe that I get. And he's just played that hand. As well as it can be played. There are a lot of advantages to being a creep, and we're gonna talk about some of them today. In fact, that's going to be one of our secrets of Chatelou. But background first who is Fernando de Gaulle? Well, we we're informed that he started out as a, a petty loan shark in Paris who got involved in the fighting circuit through gambling. Uh, eventually, his operation came to the notice of Chatelou and was kind of uh, absorbed, as we saw described in earlier chapters, right? If you're doing good criminal work, especially anywhere remotely close to a street fighting match, a local Chatelew representative, a boss or whatever, will just kind of show up and say, hey, did you know that there's a vast global crime conspiracy? Guess what? You're in it now. You have two choices. You can be under me in the pyramid or you can kill me and replace me in the pyramid. Either way, you're in the fucking pyramid. So De Gaulle ended up in the pyramid. The text says that it cut his profits at first, but then he saw the value of it later when he was able to make some phone calls and get people out of trouble with Chatelew's pull. This led him to fully embrace working with Chadelou and become a manager for Street Fighters. Quote, He's worked several teams through their green stages. He knows when to play hardball and when to butter someone up with a ski vacation to the Alps. Fernando is slick, smooth, urbane, and just a tad bit slimy. And they say a tad bit, but there's a picture of him, uh, which I will put on the Instagram. Just because I think the vibe is so important to the character, the image is going to help convey that, kind of give you a sense of what I'm talking about here. But to tide you over until you check out the Instagram, here's what the appearance entry for him says. Quote, Fernando looks like French lounge lizard. Seems like a typo there, like it's missing an article. But actually, I think maybe it's a reminder that you're supposed to be reading this whole entry in an outrageous French accent. You're supposed to read it as Fernando would read it. So let me try again. Fernando looks like French lounge lizard. He wears leisure suits and slicks his hair back, drag on cigarette, long blink, smarmy smile. He wears too much cologne and speaks with an overpronounced accent, like that. He's not just French, he's like real silly French. Because he's a comedy slimy villain, he's not scary like M. Bison or Sagat or, or Vega or whoever. Fernando de Gaulle is the kind of physically weak, smug, conniving douchebag that player characters love to beat up. If you introduce this NPC in your game, I guarantee you a Street Fighter is going to dangle him out of a fucking window within, like, a handful of sessions. Maybe hang him out over a bridge, give him a swirly, something. This character just demands that kind of treatment, which is great for a role-playing game. Sometimes players miss subtlety. They will not miss Fernando. (laughs) Uh, here's Here's his quote. Here's the level of criminal chess master we're dealing with here. Quote, I understand that your brother was arrested last night. I could talk to some of my friends and see about getting him released. If you will throw the fight, that is. (laughs) Ho, ho, ho. Blunt force manipulation. That's what we're looking at with Fernando. But all this is like right out front. Fernando is exactly who you would expect him to be. But it's the implications of that on his little mini character sheet that are the secret of Shadaloo today. There are big advantages to being a scumbag. Advantages whose total implications are not clear to me but I'm interested. So big surprises on Fernando de Gaulle's character sheet. Uh, Number one, his martial arts style is listed as Kung Fu, which is not borne out by anything else on his character sheet. He has pretty pitiful physical attributes, no combat abilities to speak of. His chi doesn't match up to the chi that a Kung Fu practitioner should have. So I don't know if this is a case of just a, a typo. I don't know if this is a case of where they were in the design process for Street Fighter, they didn't feel like they could put none here for some reason. Or maybe it's a technical point. You know, there are all these different kinds of Kung Fu, like there's snake style and tiger style and eagle claw style and all that. Maybe just in the same way that like an empty set is a set in mathematics. Maybe no Kung Fu is technically a style of Kung Fu. But anyway, it says that he knows Kung Fu. I see no evidence of that. Obviously, he is a manager and as a real creep, a real slimy shit, he has lots of great skills that, that translate to... Being a manager. He's got a high manipulation score. He's got streetwise. He's got high subterfuge, strong wits, uh, good contacts. He knows a lot of people. He has a pistol, which is something you will rarely see in these street fighter write-ups. Firearms are not at all common because you'll lose permanent honor if you use them, and they're not allowed in any kind of street fighting competition, and they're kind of competing for dots in character creation with other more effective combat techniques for street fighter types. But for a manager, you know, he's not worried about his standing in the eyes of other Street Fighters. He's not worried about winning matches. So he just carries a gun. He's got backing four, which I find very interesting. Backing four is quite high. It's it's a position of responsibility. Like you're fully taken care of. You're you're pulling down all kinds of money and benefits, and you're a full-on agent of your sponsoring organization. The interesting contrast is that none of the actual fighting members of the Harbingers have Shadowloo backing not even Blade, who is a Spanish ninja. I mean, that style description says that all Spanish ninja end up working for Vega, but not Blade somehow. I don't know if that's because Vega opted out, or maybe his position is so low that it doesn't even warrant a dot of backing. But yeah, like Lotus Blossom. I mean, she delivered Hong Kong to Chateloup, no backing. The only member of the team who has backing at all is Siren, and that represents Interpol. She has three dots of backing to represent that she is a fully trained Interpol agent, She's involved in a death-defying secret mission to insinuate herself into the Shadaloo pyramid by engaging in illegal street fighting. That's only backing three. Fernando de Gaulle has backing four. Obviously, this is not because Fernando is a big deal. Fernando is a very small deal, right? Everything about him says expendable creep, but there's just a lot of room for expendable creeps in the Shadaloo hierarchy. You know, not everybody in an organization this size can be a maniacal overlord. You also need some slick back hair motherfuckers who will do any goddamn thing, no matter how horrible, for minor incentives. And I think that's who Shadaloo prefers to deal with, at least for these lower level positions where you're just out there to do a job. You know, Bison is looking for big beefy men to be champion street fighters. He's looking for wannabe dictators to learn Lerdrit and maybe one day usurp him as leader of Shadaloo. But when you're looking for somebody to book travel for a gamma team, you know, why hire a dictator when a shithead will suffice? And that's exactly who they look for for these positions. shadowloo isn't working with somebody like Blade, who is, don't get me wrong, an extremely minor little shit, but he's got some backbone. There's a little bit of grit in that shit to offer a striking but unpleasant tactile metaphor. Therefore, Blade, zero dots of backing. Shadaloo would much rather deal with an absolute reprehensible jellyfish like Fernando de Gaulle, and then have him be the one to give orders to Blade and, you know, risk getting twin stabbed by twin knives or whatever. So it's clear how the Street Fighters connect to Chatelou through Fernando. What's not as clear is how Fernando himself connects to the organization. Is he just getting paid? Is he in too deep and he's afraid if he tries to leave he'll get killed? Is he under some kind of psychic influence? Given that he is essentially like a small-time bookie, is there a line he won't cross if Chatelou tries to promote him? to some other more nefarious deeds i can't give you the answers to those questions but i can give you one extremely confusing and somewhat upsetting clue these little mini character sheets they give each character a score in honor glory and rank starts all the way back with imbison honor 0 glory 10 rank 9 right vega slightly more experienced slightly less impressive in the matches that he has fought equally as ruthless as imbison honor 0 glory 8 rank 10 and this continues on the same way for Sagat, for all the lesser Street Fighters, the Gamma Team, the Beta Team. It even continues on to non-Street Fighters in this section. Theons from the Order of Heavenly Unity, Honor 0, Glory 0, Rank 0. By the way, we'll have more to say about this Theon in a few pages. Uh, Revenants, you know, the guys from the opening fiction who have the flaming eyes, and if you KO them, then they burst into... A flaming skeleton, they've had their personality all but burned out by Imbison's horrific Lerdrit training. Nonetheless, honor zero, glory zero, rank zero. Lots of honor zeros in here. Shadowloo is, after all, an extremely ruthless and violent organization. And you can see why that suits Imbison just fine, because having low honor like that, all these Shadowloo underlings of Imbison are very vulnerable to his psychic powers and don't threaten to achieve or surpass his level of mystical martial arts mastery, because if you don't have a giant glowing meteorite under your bedroom the way that in Bison does, it's pretty hard to develop and recharge your chi when you have no honor. So all these bad, bad people with zero or maybe one honor works fine for Bison. Fernando de Gaulle, this greasiest of shits, has honor not applicable. Keeping in mind that virtually mindless revenants and actual, literal, global scale murderers like M. Bison have honor zero. What the fuck is going on with Fernando de Gaulle? That his honor is not applicable. What it boils down to, I think, is that the system of honor in this game is meant to apply to heroes and to villains, and even to uh conflicted grey characters, you know, world leaders who are being blackmailed, uh, Street Fighters who are on the take because Bison has kidnapped one of their relatives, uh, people like Leander who are working for Shadowloo but don't fully understand what that entails. All those people can be placed on the axis of zero honor to 10 honor. The advantage to being an unmitigated creep like Fernando de Gaulle is that he's not even on that scale. When de Gaulle does something immoral, corrupt, contemptible, it isn't even in the same ethical ballpark as a street fighter doing it. It's like there's no comparison between the way you would judge a dog for eating cat poop and the way you would judge a roommate for eating a cat poop. Like it's not in the same category at all. And I have no idea how this relates to chi, to mind control. Fernando doesn't have zero honor. He has honor not applicable. So if M. Bison tries to mind control him, is it really easy, like as easy or even easier than zero honor? Or is it like uh, dividing by zero? Do you just get an error if you try to mind control him? Because he is, in the technical sense, not a person, but a literal piece of garbage. I don't know. I have no idea what this means. All I know is that Fernando de Gaulle has a stable, well-paying job with Chateaulieu. He gets to travel the world like a street fighter without ever having to street fight. And he gets to lie to people, shoot people with a gun, do whatever he wants, because for some reason, the universe isn't keeping track of his morality the way that it's keeping track of other people's. This is a mysterious but definitely sweet deal that Fernando de Gaulle has going. So, you know, that's the secret of Chateaulieu today. And that's the, the message of today's episode. Not just anyone can be a street fighter. Not just anyone can be a world warrior but anybody can be an absolute shit. Give it a try. You may go far. Speaking of going far, join me tomorrow when we move beyond the Gamma Team to a Beta Team, a group of much more powerful and respected, although not uniformly more interesting, Street Fighters on MDC. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big Megasode on the top-secret Patreon-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that RSS feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash Contact or check out the show wherever you want. I am Dumbcast on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. Street Fighter and all associated trademarks are property of Capcom. This season's theme music, used under a Creative Commons license, is City Lights at Night by Revolution Void, whose work you can find at sites.google.com view slash Revolution or at freemusicarchive.org music slash revolution underscore void. Thanks for listening. Now get lost. You can't compare with my power.